Welcome to Jonas and Kovner's Healthcare Delivery in the United States, 12th edition, Chapter 4 podcast, Comparative Health Systems. This chapter was written by Dr. Michael K. Gusmano and Dr. Victor G. Rodwin. Dr. Michael K. Gusmano is Associate Professor at the Rutgers University School of Public Health, a research scholar at the Hastings Center, and a visiting fellow at the Rockefeller Institute of Government. Dr. Victor G. Rodwin is Professor of Health Policy and Management at New York University's Robert F. Wagner Graduate School of Public Service and has lectured on healthcare at universities in Shanghai, Beijing, London, and Paris. If you were in charge of scripting and directing the opening ceremony of the Olympic Games anywhere in the United States, what attribute of your country would you select to celebrate in front of the entire world? Would you showcase America's great natural resources, like the Mississippi River or the Grand Canyon? or other national parks? Its iconic structures, like the Statue of Liberty and the Golden Gate Bridge? Or its Native American heritage and its European roots? How about the US healthcare system? That would probably be the farthest thing from your mind. Yet when London hosted the Summer Olympics in 2012, the Oscar-winning film director, Danny Boyle, who was in charge of the opening ceremony, specifically included a lengthy scene of homage to Britain's National Health Service. The segment featured dozens of dancers dressed as nurses ministering to children, right up there with other beloved British institutions like Mary Poppins and the Harry Potter books. American viewers were reportedly mystified by the scene, but as Boyle later told the press, everyone is aware of how important the NHS is to everybody in this country. One of the core values of our society is that it doesn't matter who you are, you will get treated the same in terms of healthcare. This chapter compares the US healthcare system to those of four other wealthy countries, Britain, France, and Canada, which have some characteristics in common, and China, which is very different. The goal is to better understand the US system by learning to evaluate it with an international perspective. This chapter begins by recognizing that, unlike the comparison countries, the United States fails to provide universal health insurance. This choice imposes healthcare costs high enough to make bankruptcy a common consequence of serious illness to squander national resources, and to leave individuals' health care needs unaddressed. Polls show that medical professionals are as dissatisfied with these results as the American public. In looking at the four other countries, the chapter's authors describe the key features of their health care systems, their provider payment models, and the issues they face in continuing to serve the health care needs of their populations. China represents the so-called BRIC countries, Brazil, Russia, India, and China, which are characterized by large populations, the experience of rapid economic growth over the last 20 years, and high demand for state-of-the-art medical care. The first step in the chapter is to compare a national health insurance system, like Canada's, with a national health service, like Britain's, and then to compare both of these to the system in the United States. The authors look at the ways health care is financed in each country, how providers are paid, how coordination of care is handled, the way each nation confronts workforce shortages and surpluses, and the use of information technology like big data. The chapter then examines the pros and cons of various ways to assess health system performance across countries, such as the use of disability-adjusted life expectancy by the World Health Organization and surveys by the Commonwealth Fund. Before concluding their comparison with four lessons for U.S. policymakers, the authors take a close look at costs across the countries studied and analyze the belief prevalent in the United States 
that universal entitlement to health care would be prohibitively expensive. They explain why price, volume, and technology diffusion are the most important factors driving health care costs, not an aging population. And they cite data showing that countries like Britain and France, with older populations than the United States, spend far less on health care. Danny Boyle's defense of his Olympic tribute to Britain's National Health Service was quoted in an article by Beth Stebner that appeared in the Daily Mail on July 28, 2012. You can watch videos of the opening ceremony segment on YouTube. This chapter podcast for Jonas and Kovner's Healthcare Delivery in the United States, 12th edition, is copyrighted by Springer Publishing Company, LLC. All rights reserved. <laughs>